Welcome to the Make Money Behave podcast, where we talk about your money, your circumstances, and the small changes in your behavior that will have a big impact on both. My name is Maria Casillas, and I am honored to be your host. Hello, hello to all my amazing listeners out there. My name is Maria Casillas, and you have landed on the Make Money Behave podcast. In this podcast, we tend to talk about things like your money and your circumstances and your behavior and the impact that your behavior has on your money and your circumstances. Now, what do I mean by that? Aren't circumstances things that kind of just happen to us? Well, there are those. I mean, there is this thing called life and things do just happen to us. But what I have found over the last 10 years of kind of working this program and just putting some systems into place is that if we make small changes in our behavior, we can actually shift the direction of some of the circumstances that we have. If nothing else, we can lessen the blow that comes with life sometimes and we can increase the impact that it has in a positive direction as well. So that's what we like to talk about here. If you're a first-time listener, welcome. I hope that you find today's episode valuable, and I encourage you to go back to the last 50-some episodes and handpick some others that you think might be valuable to you as well. I want to talk today about something that I've been really reflective about lately. Now, this month I turned 40. I don't share that with you because I think it's super important. I instead share that with you because I think that it's our human nature to kind of be more reflective when we start hitting those decade birthdays. You know, 10, well, maybe you're not super reflective at 10, but maybe by the time you get to 20 and 30 and 40 and beyond, we start to really reflect on what our lives have been, how impactful they've been, and what do we want to do moving forward to really make a mark. And so I think what's been interesting is over the last few months, Things have been probably pretty normal, right? But I've been a little bit more reflective of certain things that I've heard or certain things that have happened to me. And I wanted to share some of that with you today and hope that it resonates with you no matter what age you are, no matter what your circumstances are, no matter what your money situation looks like. I just want you to think a little bit about some of the stuff that I'll be sharing with you today. There is one overarching message that I want to get through today, and you probably I'll probably just throw it into the title, honestly, but it's the idea that until something is a struggle for us, we tend to take it for granted. The other day, I was listening to a podcast episode from my coach and mentor, Sam Crowley, and one of the things that really uh, just kind of jumped out at me when I was listening to him was something that he said in the last two minutes of one of his episodes. Sam was talking about his brand and his business, and ultimately how it took way longer for him to get traction and really get things up and running and to the place where he wanted to be than he had hoped that it would take. Not surprisingly, of course, because really any time that we start something new, we have this expectation that it's going to go way better, way faster, and it doesn't always work that way, right? But the insightful thing that he said that really I've had a hard time letting go of because it just, I don't know, it just grabbed me, was had his success happened faster, he wouldn't have been able to teach us anything except how to be lucky. That is so, so powerful. We learn from our adversity. And that's the only way that any thought leader, any any coach out there, anybody who is in a position to help somebody else, that's how we learn. 
is through the adversity that we go through. If we don't have any sense of adversity, if things are just always come easy to us, how on earth could we look somebody in the eye and try to teach them how to get out of the mess that they're in? We couldn't. And that line probably hit me because, like I said, I've been reflective the last couple months, but one of the things that I've really started to resonate with is that until something is a struggle, we take it for granted. Now, depending on how long you've been listening, you may or may not know that we are currently expecting a baby. What you may not know is that we've actually had the unfortunate events of losing five pregnancies in the past. Now, I share that because those five losses actually came after the birth of two of our children. I just want to say that when we were pregnant with number one and number two, there were certain things that went wrong, okay? Like I gave birth early and, and I had to have another one C-section and, you know, it wasn't, there, it wasn't all fun and games, but all in all, we ended up with two healthy babies and we didn't really think about all of the intricacies that have to go right in order for a healthy baby to be born. It wasn't until my body started rejecting babies that I really started to grasp how many things really do need to go right in order for a healthy baby to be born. It wasn't until the adversity of losing those kiddos that I really started to not take for granted all of the little details that had to take place. By the time we got pregnant with my third little girl, that was after four of the losses, and I did so many other things. Like I, I worried a little bit more than I had before, which is not a, a good thing, by the way. I don't suggest you worry about things, um, but I was definitely more aware of the things that could go wrong, but more importantly, the things that I had to do to try to help them go right. There were certain things I had zero control over, and there were some things that I did have some control over, things that I, some choices that I could make, what to eat, what to not eat, what to drink, what to not drink, uh, medicines that I could take, things that I could do, exercises I had to avoid, so on and so forth. And um, lo and behold, we had her. She was also quite early, and things weren't always fantastic, but five and a half years later, we've got our little girl, and, you know, we're very, very grateful for that. During this pregnancy, I'm feeling a lot of the same stuff that I felt with her, and I'm having to make choices on a regular basis. But I will say that without having had those adversities, I probably would not be nearly as aware of how many things need to go right or how my choices can actually impact the outcome of some things. Okay, Maria, I know that that's something that's on your mind, and I really appreciate the, you know, the anecdote, but can you give me something that I can hold on to, something that that has to do with money and circumstances for me? I absolutely will. (laughs) I want to share with you an insight that a client of mine gave me the other day. This client was describing for me a conversation that he had with his daughter who had just graduated from college. During her college years, she lived in a dorm. She had a meal plan. And she was able to come home during the summers and live with mom and dad. But once she graduated from college, she was no longer going to live with them. So she decided to rent an apartment and started to realize very quickly how expensive things were. 
my client made a comment about how, you know, when college kids, they have life kind of seems easy, right? They're, they've got things that are handed to them. By the way, I know not all college kids have things handed to them. Uh, but in, in the big scheme of things, it's a lot easier when you've got some loans coming in and, you know, you've got this source of money from somewhere. Mom and dad are helping. Someone else is cooking your meals and so on and so forth. Now, this young adult is living on her own and she's starting to realize, oh my gosh, life can be really expensive. I have to pay my rent, which also means I have to pay some utilities. And if I want to drive somewhere, I need to make sure I have a car and pay for the insurance on that. Or I need to find an alternative to driving. And then there's the thing called food. You know, I need to make sure that I eat. Um, I'd like to try to have fun once in a while and dot, 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 right? All of a sudden, there's this realization that it's not going to be easy. Once you start paying your own bills, you realize, oh man, life can be really expensive sometimes. And more importantly, I might need to actually make some different decisions. I have some choices to make. I need to choose between A and B. And if I choose A, it's going to impact my circumstances this way. And if I choose B, it's going to impact my circumstances this way. Which way is better for me? And then they have to decide that. What adversity have you gone through that has taught you so much that you wouldn't have known had you not gone through that? What were you taking for granted until you realized how different it could be? One last example I'll give you is our personal money situation nine and a half, ten years ago. Just the idea of having a job and a steady income and and credit that was available to us and the housing market was booming and there were just there all these things that just were falling into place or so we thought, right? Um, and it was something that we took for granted because it was just there. There wasn't this adversity that came with it. And then one day, everything just turned. It wasn't really overnight, but it felt that way in our lives. And all of a sudden, the house that we had was no longer affordable and we couldn't really even get out of it because no one was buying at that time. And there was zero credit offered anymore because, you know, li limits were being slashed down to either nothing or $5 over what we already owed. And then there was the the whole job loss thing. My husband got laid off because he worked in an industry that was no longer thriving at the time. And so all of these things came to a halt. We didn't have health insurance anymore. That's something I'm going to talk about in a future episode. It's been another thing that's been on my mind. But we had all of these things that have happened all at one time, or at least it seemed like one time. And we were taking all of those things for granted until we couldn't anymore. When all of that adversity hit, we had to stop and say, what did we do that helped lead to this mess? And what control do we have to help get out of it? Obviously, we couldn't control everything, right? I mean, we can't control the housing market. That just that, that's out of our control. But there were sp some small things that we could do, and we could do them consistently in order to make sure that our personal little world was made better. Because if we could make our personal little world better, then we would have the strength and the tenacity to go and make someone else's world a little bit better and then we could you know spread that to the next person and to the next person and ultimately that's what's going to make the world a little bit better but we had to start with ourselves first 
And we had to realize what we could do, what choices we could make in order to start that process. So while that was not something that was fun, it was just grueling actually for, for years. But I'm so grateful that we went through that because now we don't take those things for granted. There was one last example I want to give. I know I promised that that was the last one, but this other one just popped in my head. Over the weekend, we went to the ER because my daughter couldn't breathe. Turns out she had pneumonia, which we didn't know before that, but that ended up causing uh, kind of like an asthmatic attack. But it got me thinking how every day we breathe in and we breathe out. And we don't really think about that, right? I mean, unless you're meditating and you're really concentrating on your breathing, we just do it. It happens automatically and we take it for granted. But that little girl, she could not breathe. And at that moment, she was not taking any bit of oxygen for granted. When they were able to help her regain her ability to breathe regularly, you could just see the sigh of relief on this little five-year-old's face. I, never having had an asthma attack, don't know the feeling of not being able to breathe. And I can only imagine how aware she was of her breathing in that moment. The moments that she couldn't catch a breath and the moments that she was able to then again regain the ability to breathe. So while you may be in the middle of a struggle right now, I encourage you to find the message in that struggle and ask yourself, what is this adversity trying to teach me? What have I been taking for granted and what can I do differently to move forward and make it better next time? It doesn't mean it'll be perfect. That I can promise you. We don't aim for perfection. We just aim for bettering our circumstances. So that's it in a nutshell. I know it was a little bit scatterbrained and I apologize for that, uh, but I really appreciate you hanging in there and listening. And I hope that you will send me some information about you. I really want to connect with you. I want to hear what are some of the things that you're learning in your adversity. What lessons are you gaining from that? And is there any way I can help you work through some of those things? You can always send me your questions or comments via email. My email address will be listed in the show notes for you, but if you don't have a chance to go there, feel free to just memorize it. My email address is maria at cashinonchange.com, and I will be happy to answer those for you. And if you prefer more of a group forum, I highly recommend that you join our Make Money Behave Facebook group. The people in there are great people. And they will help you in any way that they can by sharing some of the experiences that they've had. The name of that group again is Make My Money Behave and it can be found by searching groups under Facebook. Now before I sign off, there's one thing I want you to know that I don't take for granted and that's you. I really do appreciate you listening, downloading, commenting, rating, and sending me the feedback that you've been sending me. It does not go unnoticed, and I promise to continue using that feedback in order to deliver a message that will impact you in a positive way. I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your day, and join me next time to learn more about how to make money behave. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.